Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The U.S. Supreme Court's inaction ignores the plight of Maine health care workers. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, this is a case that the Supreme Court should have gotten involved in, and unfortunately they chose not to. We represent over 2,000 health care workers in Maine. These are individuals who are suffering because of Governor Janet Mills' mandate that says all the Maine healthcare workers had to get the shot by a certain date of 2021, otherwise you'll be fired. But worse than that, also said that employers cannot recognize Title VII religious accommodation. In other words, they cannot grant a religious accommodation to their employees. They can grant medical exemptions, but not religious exemptions. And if they grant a religious exemption, I should say, under Title VII, then they would lose their license to do business. That makes no sense, though. So these employees can get a medical exemption, not have the shot, and work as usual. However, if they have they ask for a religious exemption, they will be denied. And they'll be denied because <laughs> the governor says to the employers, don't you dare grant a religious exemption, because if you do, the state of Maine will take away your license to do business. So you say, for example, a hospital because they were to grant one person religious exemption, they would lose their license to operate, and the whole hospital would shut down. That's a blatant assault on Christian faith, right? There. And it is unconstitutional because you have federal law, the Constitution of the United States, the First Amendment. You also have Title VII, employment law. Title VII employment law preempts that. It requires that an employer not discriminate against you because of religion. It allows employees to file for a religious accommodation mm -hmm. request. And then when the state says, no, that federal law doesn't apply here, the Constitution doesn't apply in this state, that's a clear preemption. Well, I'm sorry, but that may be your view, but the federal Constitution preempts state law to the contrary. Right. And, you know, one of our plaintiffs is actually a Christian employer who wants to grant his employees religious accommodations. However, because the Supreme Court is not taking this case, he's really stuck between a rock and a hard place. Indeed, he is. In fact, um, what we have here is the Supreme Court should have intervened. Last year, we filed a request for an emergency injunction pending the appeal. And we had a 6-3 decision where six did not want to grant that emergency relief. It's a very high bar mm -hmm. to clear. We cleared it. In fact, three of the justices, led by Gorsuch, Alito, and Thomas, they filed a dissent and said very clearly that we met all the requirements for the emergency relief and we should be granted it, and that there was a clear violation of the law. Right. In fact, they said this case presents an important constitutional question, a serious error and irreparable injury. Where, other, where many other states have adopted religious exemptions, Maine has chartered a different course. There, healthcare workers who have served in the front line of a pandemic for the last 18 months are now fired and their practices shuttered. 
all for adhering to their constitutionally protected religious beliefs. Their plight is worthy of our attention. So this is a very strong dissent. But then when we went back to the Supreme Court, it was after crickets. We filed the, crickets. Yeah, after we filed the petition, because two of them, unfortunately, uh, Barrett and Kavanaugh, were the ones that held out. And they said, well, they didn't like the idea of granting it on an emergency basis because it short circuits, essentially, they said, the petition for cert route without full briefing. And so after we got the final ruling from the lower court, we filed our petition for cert with full opportunity for briefing, where if they were to accept it, we'd have full opportunity for briefing and oral argument. And there's no statement at all by any of them. Crickets, and there yeah. is... Uh, no accepting of the case. Now, when the Supreme Court does not take a case, when they just decide not to take a case, it doesn't have any what's called precedental value. In other words, it's not a decision on the merits because you don't know why they didn't take it. Sometimes they deny a case, and then a couple of years later, they'll get the same exact situation, and they accept a case. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they delay. And in fact, I, I think uh, what happened in this particular dissent by uh, Gorsuch uh, last year he said, should we not have already learned our lesson? Because we did this in the church cases where we didn't take some of these early emergency injunctions. Then eventually we did once the problem continued to foment and we rectified the situation with these decisions, one of which is ours that we won at the U.S. Supreme Court twice. They've done the same thing with what's happening in three states, Maine, New York, and Rhode Island. Those three states, unlike the other 47 states, and Maine and New York started off in this direction, did the same thing. They ordered all the healthcare workers to get the shot. This is uh, before and apart, separate from the mandate coming from Biden on healthcare workers. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they said that you couldn't get religious exemptions in their states. So in that situation, it is different. And that's why Gorsuch is saying, well, the rest of the states have been able to um, allow healthcare workers to serve during the pandemic, but these healthcare workers in Maine has worked for the last 18 months, and now they're fired because of their religious beliefs. You know, and that's just it. Bottom line, they're because they hold sincerely held beliefs against the COVID shots, because they choose to exercise medical freedom over their own bodies, they're being punished, and now they're literally sent out into the cold, kicked to the curb because of that. And and what happened to our Constitution? I know. And so that's the problem. You know? Now now that we go back to pursue this case in, in court to um, address their Title VII arguments, their Title VII complaints, their Title VII violations, what's the employer going to do in defense? They're going to say, well, we cannot grant your religious exemption, even if we want to, because if we do, we're going to lose our license to do business. Mm. And so that would be a really big undue hardship on them to lose their business license by granting one single exemption. That is where essentially the court has left it. Uh, you know, the question is, is are these people, and we're going to continue to pursue them for sure, mm -hmm. but these people have been They've been constitutionally orphaned, if you will. Yeah. It, this is a case that cried out for justice. It and unfortunately, did. the Supreme Court's inaction ignores the plight of these main health care workers. And there are many of them. And these are mm -hmm. great individuals. 
one of our clients literally moved from another state to Maine because Maine had a shortage of healthcare workers going back to 2019. It wasn't caused by COVID. It was exacerbated by COVID, but the shortage of healthcare workers predated COVID. It goes back to 2019. And she was one of the many healthcare workers and nurses that were recruited from other states to come in. You know, it's just tragic. I mean, we had to deal with Governor Mills, who is basically has an evil agenda, a leftist evil agenda. We had to deal with her with the church cases over a year ago. And now dealing with her with these healthcare workers, some of whom go to the same church that we represented. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, and it's just like, she's so holding on to this leftist evil agenda, she won't see what she's doing to these people. Or I guess she doesn't care well, what she's doing. I think she doing. knows what she's doing to them, and she just apparently hates uh, Christianity and Christians. Because she had demonstrated that with regards to her restrictions against churches and places of worship. And now she has a health care shortage. Yeah, and Hello? then, so how is she going to remedy that? Well, she says, mm. well, she'll call in the National Guard. Well, that's a joke. Not, not that the National Guard's a joke, but the National Guard cannot fill that void. They're not trained healthcare workers. They're not. They don't have enough trained healthcare workers in right. the National Guard to be able to come in and fill that void. Right. We're talking about thousands of people just in Maine alone that are affected by this. So pray for these uh, Maine workers. Now, we're going to continue to defend and uh, continue to litigate on behalf of these individuals who face these unlawful mandates to get the COVID shot despite their religious objections to the contrary. We have cases in Maine, in New York, in Illinois. We have obviously the big military case, the class action lawsuit, and we're working with tens of thousands. We have been helping tens and tens of thousands of individuals with regards to this issue. If you face such a mandate, go to lc.org, lc.org, click on our legal help tab. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. Become an active partner of Liberty Council and make a difference in your community and across the nation. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. Call us at 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.